Happy Families podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Well, this is the week that we celebrate and get ready for everything Christmas related. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm here with Kylie, my wife and mum to our six kids. And today, a conversation about Christmas traditions. By the way, if you don't like Christmas, you are going to hate this week. <laughs> because, uh, Kylie, what have we got? Today, we're talking about Christmas traditions. Tomorrow, uh, this is my, this, tomorrow will be your specialty. Prep and planning Christmas. Uh, the next day, uh, I know that I'm going to upset some people, but we're going to talk about the Santa myth um, and everything related to Santa. Santa and St. Nick and and what we should be talking to our kids about uh, Thursday. Another one for you, a big specialty one for you, Kylie. Budgeting. Christmas. Christmas on a budget. Which we have lived endlessly for the last couple of decades. And uh, on Friday, instead of I'll do better tomorrow, it'll be I'll do better this Christmas. (laughs) Looking forward to that. So today, let's, uh, let's dive into it. I mean, Christmas is a time where everyone talks about the importance of traditions, but do we really have them? We asked some of our Happy Families listeners, and Jess told us that these are her Christmas traditions. We usually watch the Christmas carols on TV on Christmas Eve, um, and we always put snacks and milk out for Santa. Santa writes a letter to the kids and always leaves an orange or mandarin in the bottom of the sacks. I think our kids would be highly disappointed with an orange or a mandarin. Right. <laughs> our tradition has been a mango and well, they just love it. Yes, yeah, too right. We'll talk about our tradition shortly as well. I was impressed, by the way. So we've never sat down and watched carols. We've tried once or twice and everyone's like, I'm bored. This is boring. So, so we've given up on the carols on the TV. But Santa Letters, Santa actually writes a letter to each of the kids. Can you imagine how much letter writing Santa would have to do in our home for that many people? Maybe it's only short. (laughs) This next one is from Lisa. Lisa uh, has really impressed me with what she does and I've got a feeling, Kylie, that you might be a little bit jealous. Putting up the Christmas tree, we love doing that as a family. Um, I'm in the interior design industry, so I love uh, decorating the house, uh, decorating the front door, um, and I try and get my children involved in that. And just spending time with family, like Christmas Eve, we love celebrating Christmas Eve just as much as Christmas Day. So, Kylie, a little bit jealous? You love making... What do you mean? I put up the Christmas tree? I, I, I reckon you could actually have an interior decorator. You, you could put that on your business card and pretend that you are one because yours looks so good. But this is your thing, right? Make the house look amazing. After us laughing about how we didn't even have our tree up over the last few days, you have, with the kids, just gone crazy. And the house now looks so Christmassy and so beautiful and there's lights everywhere and... <sighs> Little Miss Seven is a little bit upset with me, though. Mm. We normally do two Christmas trees because we have family Christmas with extended family come. And so we like to keep the presents separate. I've always put up two trees, but this year we're not hosting family Christmas. And so I've only put up one. She's really not happy about it. And I'm breathing a sigh of relief. Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about Rachel. Uh, Rachel's got really strong religious foundations. And I think it's really important that we acknowledge this at Christmas time. Uh, this is how their family creates Christmas traditions. We have an advent string line that we hang up that each day of December until Christmas, we add a card that shows the name of Jesus, his various names that are shown in the Bible. We focus on the birth of Jesus and what that means for us. We will set up a very basic Christmas tree and a string of lights as a bit of an acknowledgement of what happens in our culture, but we definitely keep it simple. Yeah, I really like that. And I'm thinking because there are so many names that you could actually continue that for like half the year if you really wanted to. That would be a very, very heavy string line by the end of it. Uh, Our next one comes from Larissa. Larissa uh, said this about her Christmas 
traditions. One of the ones that our kiddos really like is that they get matching Christmas pyjamas on Christmas Eve. So they get to unwrap them and put them on for bed that night. And one of our new traditions last year, we decided to become Christmas ninjas. Our children make things for their friends and then we go to their houses and sneakily drop them off on the doorstep trying not to get caught. So anyone who's been following the podcast for a, a while now would know that you get a little bit frustrated when you spend <laughs> unnecessary so amount of money on things that you don't deem important. I know what you're going to say here, by the way. You're going to go for the PJs, aren't you? Well, a few years ago, <laughs> Peter Alexander had a massive after Christmas sale yep. and they had all of the right sizes yep. in matching pyjamas. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of said to you, can I get these? And you looked at me like, what do we need those for? Well, here's the thing, right? So we're buying nine pairs of pyjamas. There's eight in our family plus a son-in-law. So we've got nine pairs of pyjamas and you want to buy a pair. And, and, and I love what Larissa's doing with the PJs and I love that it's a tradition, but I've, I'm just too tight. So I'm like, we only wear those pyjamas one night of the year. <laughs> So we are recycling our Grinch pajamas from last Christmas for this Christmas because you mm. only let them wear them on Christmas Eve. That's right. But the so it is a tradition. Just it is. loved it. Yeah, yeah. And it was so nice because it was the first Christmas that our eldest daughter, married now with her husband, came and stayed with us. So they got all dressed up as well. The dog had his antlers to fit in with it all, and it was just it was such a nice way to spend Christmas morning waking up all dressed the same. So Larissa, I'm with you except I'm not buying PJs every year. We'll buy one set. I did see the gingerbread ones this year and I was oh. really excited about maybe introducing that this year. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you know what? And I love uh, Larissa's Christmas ninjas. We've done that on and off periodically over the years and, and it's a really delightful way to enjoy uh, Christmas. Uh, right after the break, we're going to talk about our favourite traditions in the Coulson home to make Christmas a happy families celebration. It's the Happy Families Podcast. Imagine a home where discipline got results without anyone having to feel bad or in trouble. The Do's and Don'ts of Discipline is a webinar to help parents set limits with love, compassion and humanity. Find it now at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. And today we're talking Christmas traditions. Yes. We've, we've heard a few really cool ones. Yeah, carols, uh, opening gifts nice and slowly and savouring the moment, Christmas PJs, Christmas ninjas, decorating the house like an interior designer. Um, advent I, calendars. Advent calendars, yeah, and so many more. Our favourite Christmas traditions. We were talking about this and your initial response was, we don't have any. But when we paused and thought about it, we've actually got a whole bunch of Christmas traditions and we're just going to share with you uh, just a a, a brief handful of our favourite, let's call it our favourite five. Well, we're just going to back it up a little bit there because I said that we didn't have any because we've spent so many years travelling from grandparent to grandparent for Christmas time. It was either your family or my family. And so we never actually got to do the things that we wanted to with mm. our kids on Christmas morning. They always woke up in Nanny's house, yep. whether it was yours or mine. Or they woke up at the crack of dawn so that we could drive to Grandma's house. Yeah. And so it really kind of interfered with the things that we wish we could have done with the kids. Um, but over the last handful of years, as our family's gotten older, we've, we've kind of, I guess, tightened up our Christmas traditions in that We've really seen Christmas Day is a time for our family. Yeah, so much so that a Christmas tradition has become Christmas Day is our day. Yeah. Uh, so we have family Christmas days 
in the days leading up to or following Christmas because we just want to have December 25 with our family. And that has become- And in our home. And in our home. I think all those years of travelling to and from on Christmas Day, the kids have just got to that point in their lives where they just want to wake up in their own bed and just have us. Because like Jess said, one of our- favourite traditions is the kids know that they're not allowed to touch anything under the Christmas tree when they wake up, but whatever time they wake up, they can grab their stockings and they land on our bed. (laughs) It's a pretty full bed by the time we've got all six of them sitting in there. Especially with the son-in-law laying across the top of all of us. (laughs) And they love opening their stockings and it is one by one. They, They just revel in watching each other. So, so because because of the way we approach the Santa uh, question, uh, the stockings are really the primary Santa vehicle, uh, and, and there's a, a tradition. There's always a, a Bundaberg ginger beer, which doesn't actually ever fit in there now. No, it doesn't because Santa <laughs> seems to be filling those stockings well, more the kids and are more. Getting older. Right, and there's also a mango in there as well. So that's that that's the central element, right? The stocking on Christmas morning with the mango and the ginger beer, and and, and when the, they were younger, it used to be yogurt as well. Yeah, so that at so least have a nutritious <laughs> breakfast. One of those squeezy tubes. Uh, our second Christmas tradition, and we've actually kind of go back in time a little bit, is that on Christmas Eve we try to go to bed as early as possible, and we all read a book. You know, I actually, it's one of my favourite traditions because when the kids were younger, obviously there was so much excitement about Santa coming that they wouldn't go to sleep on Christmas Eve and then they would wake up at the crack of dawn and then we would do all of that driving to and from families' houses and the day was just chaos. Everybody was cranky, everybody was tired, everybody was over-sugared and now we've got this beautiful tradition where everybody gets a book that they've never read before. Yep. They get to go to bed and read for as long as they want, but the reality is they don't read for very long at all and everyone wakes up refreshed in the morning. It's, it's, it's Iceland's Christmas book flood, but that's where we got the idea from the tradition in Iceland. Jalobog, I, I can't say it. J- j- this is embarrassing. Jalabo, Jalabakaflod. Oh, my goodness. It's a good thing I wasn't born in Iceland because I can't speak the language, obviously. Uh, Iceland's Christmas book flood. We got the idea from there and and it's become a real treat in our home. And initially- chocolate, the block of chocolate that comes with it may be a sweetener. I didn't like the idea initially because I was like, no, Christmas Eve, we should be together. But now I relish it. I'm like, kids, get your book, (laughs) go to bed. I want to read mine. I've been saving this all year. (laughs) I'm so excited for it. Uh, Christmas tradition number one, uh, stockings on the bed. Uh, Christmas tradition- Number two, giving a book on Christmas Eve. Christmas tradition number three. There is always a service element to our celebrations at Christmas time. Yeah, we, we just love to be helpful. We love to give uh, and we do that in all sorts of ways. I don't want to make a big deal about that. It's just something that we do and uh, I, I think we should move on. Uh, but if you can find ways for your family to give and serve, whether it's through donations or whether it's through uh, like charitable giving or volunteering. Or the Christmas ninjas. I love that. Like Larissa talked about. Yeah, knock and run. It, it, it's, it's not about the size. It's actually just about the giving. Yeah, yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, and, and I think um, something else that we've really started since our daughter has been married, uh, the Christmas Eve sleepover. I mean, you kind of touched on that before anyway, but just having her and her husband hanging out in our house on Christmas Eve and waking up on Christmas morning, it's, it's become a tradition. I don't know how long it'll last, but I'm savouring it while it's happening. Well, I've watched over the years, you know, as different um, 
couples have navigated who has who for Christmas and it can get really, really messy. Yep. So we just had got Christmas no Eve, Christmas ex- morning. Well, I had no expectations whatsoever. I figured that they'd actually want to spend their first Christmas alone, but all they could think about was if they didn't spend it with us, they weren't going to get a Christmas stocking. <laughs> they wanted their ginger beer and their mango. <laughs> she even said to me this year, she said, so mum, you are doing Jared's Christmas stocking, aren't you? <laughs> that means I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there are a handful of our Christmas traditions. I mean, we love to sing Christmas uh, uh, songs on Christmas Day and had the Christmas music blaring. Uh, we always read the nativity on Christmas Day or on Christmas Eve with the kids, depending on what the schedule is for the day. And as a result of what we've decided for our family, we really do keep it low key. And that's not a tradition so much as a mindset or an attitude, but boy, oh boy, does it make a difference in terms of making Christmas delightful for the family. We hope that these ideas from Jess, Larissa, Lisa, Rachel, and from our family, will help you to establish some Christmas traditions that are meaningful for you in your home and help you to have a happy family and a happy Christmas. The Happy Families podcast, as always, is produced by Justin Ruan from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. And if you're still looking for last-minute Christmas gifts, happyfamilies.com.au. Check out the books that I've written to make your family happier or buy a Happy Families premium membership for the other parent in your life that will help make your family happier because a happy family doesn't just happen. All the details, once again, at happyfamilies.com.au.